Okay, so we are continuing this series, which is called Defining Love, in which we are talking about different relationships and what love means. Uh, we talked about how we all are a part of Jesus' vine and how that is vital for all of our relationships, whether it's dating or friendship or family or whatever, that we start there, that we understand that, that we have him always, that he loves us always, that there's literally nothing you could ever do or say or be that would make him not love you. Now, you can turn away from him and you can choose not to accept that love, but he will always love you and always be willing to forgive you. And so that's important to start with. Um, we talked last week about communication and just how important it is to to be honest, but also to be gentle, to to not uh, yell out angry things, to, to care about what you say, to be careful how you talk, all of those things. Um, and we're continuing this week. Uh, and we're going to talk in Romans 5, 1 through 11. And we're going to talk a little bit about your relationship with Jesus, but we're going to talk about how it's important to copy that to other relationships. So obviously not the worship angle and obviously not the unconditional love necessarily, but just the way that, that the things that you deserve in that love are the things that you deserve in other loves. So let's go to uh, verse 1. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace uh, with God because of what Christ Jesus our Lord has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand, and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. So first, this is kind of the salvation story. What happened is none of us deserve to to have eternal life. None of us deserve to be saved. None of us deserve uh, everything Jesus gives us, but he died for us. He loved us before we were Christians. He loved us before we were born. He loved us regardless of the worst things we do. And then he died for us. And it says that that gives us peace. And it's because of everything Jesus did for us. That means you can't earn that love. It means you're given that love. Um, I've said this before, but in sometimes in relationships, people will want you to do a certain thing or be a certain way. And they say, you have to do this. You have to be this in order for me to love you. That's not real love. And that's the first thing we want to copy from this. Um, you have to... If you are in a loving relationship, regardless of whether it's family, friends, dating, uh, anything of that, it can't be based on what you can offer or what you can do or what you can be. It has to be a, a pure love, something that actually uh, is is built on that respect, on that love, on that that peace, on everything that it can be. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about lists, and then next week we're going to talk a little bit about the ladder and stuff like that. But in terms of, of lists, it goes along with that. Like, you have to understand that you're worth more than often what we, we uh, think we're worth. So a lot of times you'll see relationships. And again, when I say relationship, most people jump to dating. I'm not just talking about dating. I'm also talking about friendship, etc. cetera. Um, but often when we think about relationships, uh, a lot of people are desperate to have a close friend or desperate to have someone to date, and they will take away a lot of things that they once thought were important in that person. Um, and so obviously with dating, it's very obvious. And the first thing I would say is you should never date anybody uh, that you wouldn't marry. That does not mean that you should go into every dating relationship expecting to marry the person at all. But it means that when you date someone, you should have in mind, this is what I want my husband or wife to look like. This is what I want them to, to do. This is what I want them to believe. This is how I want them to treat me. This is how I want them to, to, to think. And all of that stuff matters. And then, you know, obviously you'll grow together. You'll figure out stuff. And that doesn't mean every relationship works, etc. But it's putting that in mind. Um, and then so that way, you know, you're dating people. Because when you're dating people, sometimes things happen. And uh, you might fall for somebody that you shouldn't fall for. Because when you're cl in close proximity and all that stuff and everything happens. And, and so it's important to have that list and stick to it. 
And so we've talked about that before. It's something that's fairly obvious when you think about it. It works for friendship too. Now, obviously with friends, it's different. Like sometimes we make fun of our friends. Sometimes uh, we insult our friends and it's all kind of fun stuff. It depends on, on how that friendship is. But it should still be somebody that, that you would want to be your friend. If it's somebody, it's like, well, they have a lot of money and they give it to me. That's not a good mark of a friendship. Now, I'm not saying don't take the money. I'm saying that shouldn't be considered a friend or it shouldn't be somebody that you necessarily trust. On the flip side, if somebody just wants to be your friend because of something you can offer, that's selling yourself short. And that's not what Jesus is, is wanting us to do. Because in the relationship with him, like he gives us everything that we have and tells us, hey, live in peace, try peace. And that goes with relationships too. Um, we have to work for peace. We have to try for peace. That doesn't mean that you always have to be the one to apologize and say you were wrong, but it means you have to always be willing to communicate and be honest and all of these things. And all of it comes back to how uh, Jesus died for us, and he did that for everyone. And for everyone means that not no one, that no one is better or worse than anyone else. Now again, when you have this list and you have what you believe and you have your values and you have you, who you are, that doesn't mean that everybody's a match and it doesn't mean everybody can be friends. It means you should know who you are and you should know what you want and you should know how that matters and you should have your faith involved. And then you make that list. You figure out that list. You figure out what, what works. You should find people that make you better, that help you be better, that help you be who you can really be, not who try to change you in, into something you're not or try to make you do things that you shouldn't. And again, that goes for dating, friendship, etc. Um, when it comes to family, it's really hard because sometimes family relationships can be difficult and sometimes they can be strained and sometimes they cannot work. And that's not necessarily something you'd be like, well, you know what, I'm really not vibing with my brother anymore, so I'm going to get a new one. You can't really do that. Um, I guess you can, but you'd get arrested for kidnapping, and then you've got a whole other problem. But you can't really do that. So it's more about trying to make those work. And I'm not saying that in the other relationships, you never have to do anything to make them work, because any relationship requires work. But if you find yourself constantly trying to save something, and your only reason is so that you're not alone, or your only reason is so that you have someone, that's not a good reason. If it's because, man, there's value here, and I really respect them, and I love them, and it matters, and we share so much, that's something else. But if it's just, I just can't be alone, um, I've known a lot of people who just cannot be alone, and they're never happy, they're never content, because they're always going from one person to the other. And again, not just dating, it happens in friendships too. Uh, and people will get involved in things they shouldn't be involved with or they never would have accepted to be involved with, but they're so desperate to have friends, and they're so desperate to not be alone, they can't be alone. And then that changes who they are, and then that changes what they look for, and then all of that. Going to the next part here. Uh, we can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character, and character uh, strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with love. So no relationship you have, regardless of what level it is, is ever going to be as important or as fulfilling or anything as the one with Jesus. And that is just where it is. So when I say copy, I don't mean you're going to be able to take it and make it the exact same thing because you can't. Because Jesus is always going to love you unconditionally. He's actually God and so he actually is who we need and all of that stuff. And he died for our sins. He helps us following him helps us or gets us to heaven and following him helps us to be a better person and helps us to be complete and all of that. And so when he talks about salvation, that's what he's talking about. But the other things that he's saying here, that can apply to other things. 
um, I just told you how, like with a list, like you're trying to get people that you should be around that help you be better, people that, that uh, believe like you, people that, that have the same values, those types of things, people who you can trust, people who are kind to you, people who are good, who are honest, etc. All of those things matter. Now we get into the part where it's like you're going to have problems and trials. You can have everything matching to your list. Whether it's, again, dating, friendship, whatever. You can have everything matching to your list. And you can have Christian on there. You can have funny. You can have uh, like sports, doesn't like sports, whichever way you are, like whatever. You can have the whole list matched. And there will still be problems in that relationship at some point. It can be built on complete respect. And it can be built on a mutual faith. And it can be built on, on just mutual love and all of that stuff. And there will still be problems. Because when you're around someone a lot... Um, you're going to have problems. When you're around somebody a lot, you're going to annoy them at some point, and they're going to annoy you at some point, and you're going to have disagreements, and things are going to be different because you're not the same person. And honestly, even if you're with the same person as you, you're going to disagree with them too. Um, and so you have to decide, is this a problem? Is this a trial that, that we can't get past? Is this a problem? Is this a trial that, that is marking the end of this friendship, this relationship? Or is this something we can work through? And that's something you work through together, you figure out, you talk about. Um, a lot of times, couples that date for a long time and they match on almost everything, but one of them is, say, a Christian and one of them's not, or one of them goes to this church and one of them goes to this church, or one of them wants this and one of them wants this, and then they get married, and then they have kids, and then all of a sudden that becomes a big problem because they never dealt with it before. So it's always better to deal with these things before. Again, this is why it matters so much for the list. With friends, it's obviously a little bit different. But there are still things that down the line you're going to run into, and it's like, well, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't want to go to that party. I don't want to uh, get involved with drugs, or I don't want to get involved with alcohol. I don't want to get involved with robbing banks. Whatever it is that's, that you're anti on your list then you keep hanging out with that person. You're like, well, I just won't be there when this happens. Eventually, you're going to be there when that happens because the more you are. And so, again, you have to figure out what is a problem. Can I get past this? Should I get past this? And sometimes, unfortunately, you lose people from your life, and that sucks. Sometimes you cut people out of your life. Um, I've said this a million times before, but one of the things I hate about uh, a lot of generations is this the use of the word toxic and how it's used not to mean actually hurtful, harmful people and abusive people, it's used to mean they disagree with me or they think differently than me. And if you cut out people from your life that, oh, that uh, think differently than you, that's never a good idea. If you cut out people from your, everybody from your life that ever disagrees with you, that's not a good idea. Now, if they disagree with you all the time just to be mean, just to be cruel, and they're abusive about it, they're angry about it, that's a completely different story. That's actually toxic. But at the same time, there will be points where you have to cut people out of your life. And you do that not in a hateful way, not in an angry way, or not in a I want to prove a point way, but in a way where it's like we're just going in different directions, and so we're going to go in different directions the way that we go in different directions, and then you work on something else. And so that's going to happen. That point is going to happen in every relationship where you have to figure out we're having disagreements. Is this something that we can get through? Or is this something that we can't? And it's important to talk about, as weird as it is and as awkward as it can be, to talk about those together. And this goes back, again, this is one thing we can't necessarily copy. Because with Jesus, he's always going to love us. And he's always going to forgive us if we ask. And he's always going to be there. And there's nothing we can do to separate that. Unfortunately, with people, that's not how it works. But we can look at how he loves us, and we can look at how he helps us. And in the first part, the first week, we talked about the vine and how he uh, prunes the vine and, and makes it better. And sometimes he has to, to cut things out, and sometimes 
people are, are, they turn away from him and that makes it stronger in some ways. And so sometimes you have to do that. You have to look at your own life. You have to look at other people's lives and you have to figure out how can I get better? How can I be better? How can I do better? And you keep that hope alive because if you go through life without hope, it's a horrible thing. Um, it's, it's, almost impossible to continue long term with that. Now that's not to say that you walk around happy all the time because you're not gonna. And it's not to say that you walk around thinking everything's gonna work out because not everything's gonna work out. Um, there are people who go through life thinking if I don't do anything then the universe or whatever will bring me everything that I need and I never have to try. That's not real. Um, that's never actually going to happen. Like God's not a genie. The quote unquote universe is not a genie. You have to, to try and you have to work and you have to figure out what it is that's important to try for and you go for it. You become who you should be and then you find people around you who, who are who they should be and then you work together, etc. Going to the last part here. When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Now most people would be willing to die for an upright person, though someone might be willing to die for a person who is especially good. But God showed his great love by, uh, for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son while we were, while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. So this obviously is something very um, uncopyable. Um, it's not to say that you wouldn't necessarily die for your friends or somebody that you're in a relationship with, but the way Jesus did it for everybody, regardless of where we were, regardless of who we are, is never anything that any of us are going to do or could do. Um, and so this tells us, again, the most important thing on your list, the most important thing in your life has to start with him. And I keep coming back to that because that is where it has to be. Um, if you are a Christian and you want to be a Christian, then you have to build your life around that. You have to work on it and try and do everything you can. That is not to say that you can't talk to anyone that's not a Christian. It's not to say you can't have friends that are not Christians, but it does say that those closest friends and those dating relationships, they have to be people who share your faith. They have to be people who, who understand that your faith matters to you and their faith matters to them. Because otherwise there are going to be problems that are insurmountable and there are going to be problems that, that drag you down. I've seen time and time again where people date and a lot of times either the boy or the girl are like, well, I'm, or even friends, it's like I'm going to, to get them to go to church and I'm going to get them to change. It never works that way. It always works the other way because it's always going to be easier to turn away and it's always going to be easier to not go and it's always going to be easier to, to give up than it is to try to work. Um, and so you have to figure out all of that stuff and you have to look at all of that stuff and you have to think about all of that stuff and it all comes down to the fact that, that God showed love for us by sending Jesus to die and that's the core of everything. We're coming up on the Easter season and, and it's all about that simple truth that Jesus died for us. And that's something that has to be at the heart of everything. Now, other relationships matter, and it's good to have friends, and it's good to date, and it's good to have family. And I know those are hard lines to take, but it is. And, but it, and it's going to take work. And it's going to be times where you're like, I don't know if this is working, and all of these things. But it all comes down to what are you doing in your life are you building it around Jesus, and then are you trying to copy that relationship? Again, not the worship aspect and not the depth of it, but the way that, that you earn 
that you can't earn something, the way that you can be who you truly are, the way that you can live how you should live, the way that, that you can just be who you should be. Are you copying that in other relationships? Are you being who you really are in every relationship? Or are you somebody over here with your friends, and then you're somebody else with your family, and then you're somebody else at church, and then you're somebody else uh, in your dates? And a lot of people have done that. I'm not going to lie and say that they haven't. A lot of people live that way. The problem with that, among other things, is you're always going to be looking over your shoulder. Like when you're with your family, you're going to be terrified that somebody that knows you from school or somebody that knows you from work is going to come up and say something. When you're with people from work or you're with people from school, you're going to be terrified that somebody that knows you uh, outside of that is going to come up and say something. You're going to be terrified that you're just going to, it's going to be hard to keep stories straight and it's going to be hard to figure out who you are in which place and it's going to be hard to, to keep being everybody that everybody needs or everybody wants. And so it's more important to be who you are. And maybe that means you're not going to hang out with people all the time. Maybe it means you just have a few close friends. Maybe it means you don't date as much as everybody else. Maybe it means that, that you find other hobbies. Maybe it means that you have a lot of friends because you are very good at that and you can find people uh, that, that share things like you and you have uh, people around that, that have your faith, etc. Regardless, you at the end of the day are the one that has to be accountable for yourself. And you can't blame other people for how your life turns out. Um, again, that's not to say that other people won't affect that, but you are the one that makes your decisions. You are the one that has to live that life. You are the one that has to deal with everything you face. And so when you start that with Jesus and you build that around Jesus and you try to do everything you can to copy the way you are with Jesus with everybody else, then at least you can go through life thinking, well, I'm doing everything that I can. I'm doing my best. And if something doesn't work out, you know, that sucks and it's going to be hard, but it doesn't work out for that reason. And so you keep going forward and you keep trying and you keep being who you are. And you keep going home at the end of the day saying, at least I am who I'm supposed to be. At least I'm growing. At least I'm working. At least I'm doing better. And that's the core of every relationship. You have to be yourself. You have to be able to be yourself. And that person has to be somebody uh, who, who you're fine being. And again, if you're a Christian and if you're listening to me right now, then the odds are you're at least uh, hoping to be a Christian. You're trying to be a Christian then it has to be built around Jesus. That's literally the only way that Christian works. That's what Christian means. Uh, it doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. It doesn't mean you're not ever going to mess up. It doesn't mean you go to church all the time. It means that you are trying to be like Jesus, and you do that in every relationship. You do that every day. And when you mess up, you just learn from it, and you go forward because you are not perfect. But you are loved, and that goes right back to where Jesus died for you before you even existed because he loves you. And there's nothing that you ever will do that will change that. So just do everything you can to live in that love and show that love and grow in that love and be a better person and just keep trying. Keep being that. And that's all I got.